Welcome to Butterflies and Incantations, a podcast about all things weird and magical. I'm your host, Vanessa. Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. This episode will be a reading of my blog post, The Tarot is Wrong on Purpose, Why the Rider-Waite-Smith Deck Frustrates Me. Image. Cards from The Golden Dawn, Cicero, Brigardi, Rider-Waite-Smith, and Marseille decks. They depict the High Priestess from the Rigardi deck, depicting a woman in blue dress holding a cup with the crescent of the moon on her head, standing in water. The High Priestess card from the Cicero version of the Golden Dawn deck, depicting a lady with four arms, two are which outstretched above her head, and two are holding a cup. She holds in her hands, draped a blue cloth, and on her head is a crescent. The High Priestess card from the Rider-Waite-Smith deck containing the two pillars, Boaz and Jacin, colored in black and white, respectively, and behind a terrace with circles depicting some sort of fruit, and a lady dressed in a blue shawl with a cross on her chest, carrying a rolled-up scroll labeled Torah, and wearing a headdress which depicts a crescent split in the middle and expanded, and in this empty space, a circle. Then the next card is the Marseille Tarot, depicting the Pappas, which is a colorful rendition of a woman holding a book and wearing a rounded crown. The second line of cards begins with the Magician from the Rigardi Golden Dawn deck. It depicts a man with a yellow hat, wearing yellow, with a caduceus on his shirt. Before him is a table that depicts a blue cup, a sword, a wand, and a table of practice with a hexagram. Above the man is the glyph Mercury. The next card is the Cicero version of the Golden Dawn deck. It depicts again the magician. On the card is the depiction of a man glowing yellow with vibrant color exploding off of him. Behind him is a white disc. Above his head is the symbol for infinity, twice one larger than the other. On his breast is the caduceus. Before him is a glass table with a wand, a cup, a table of practice with a hexagram, and a dagger. The next card is the Rider-Waite-Smith card, The Magician. A man in a red shawl and a white tunic with the symbol of affinity above his head, holding a white wand. Before him, and off to the side slightly, is a wooden table depicting a cup, a wand, a dagger, and a table of practice with a pentagram. The final card is semi-obscured by the flash of the camera, but it depicts the Marseille tarot card, The Magician. On his head is a green hat that is rather large, his hair is blonde, and his outfit is various colors. Before him is a table with various odds and ends that are largely unidentifiable due to the art style, and his hand is a wooden wand. 
and in his right hand is some sort of circle object. Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. The Rederweight Smith tarot deck was made by members of the former Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Their actual divinitary tarot deck was secret and had a to be copied by hand by initiates when they reached the required grade, so to make a publicly available deck and also protect the secrets, they changed things to make them wrong on purpose. If you take one of the Golden Dawn decks, which have been made available to the general public following the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn's demise, and compare it to the Rhetorite Smith and Marseille tarots, you can see what they changed. The Marseille was the common playing card version of the tarot back then. Some stuff missing from the Golden Dawn deck, but in the Rider-Waite-Smith was carried over from the Marseille Tarot like the scroll the High Priestess holds being carried over from the book the Pappas holds, albeit changing it from an unidentified book to specifically a scroll of the Torah, that being the first four books of the Jewish Bible. Those differences aren't a problem. It is the other ones that matter. As you can see from this example... I had described above, the hexagram table of practice being used by the magician in the Golden Dawn decks was changed to the pentagram in the Rider-Waite-Smith. Now you might think, why does it matter? Well, the hexagram represents the macrocosm and the pentagram the microcosm, which is to say heaven versus earth. By making that change, they changed the magician from practicing theurgy, magic done to get closer to God, to thaumaturgy, magic done for practical outcomes. That difference matters when you're interpreting the card. In the case of the hexagram, it means someone doing the Lord's work, so to speak, whereas the pentagram depicts someone practicing common witchcraft. Another example is the headdress of the High Priestess. In the Golden Dawn deck, it is the Lunar Crescent. In the Hermetic thought, the moon represents the transition point in the creative process, where the ideas transition from purely conceptual to the material. In the Rider-Waite-Smith, the lunar crescent is broken in two with a circle in the middle. There is a full crescent to be found, but it's at her feet. That combined with the pillars, Jishen and Boaz, plus the fruity depiction of the tree behind her, places her just above Yesod in the Tree of Life. What that means isn't really important, other than knowing that it's not where the High Priestess card goes on the Tree of Life. So that correspondence is broken. The cup is missing, and the water motif is gone further disconnecting the card from its proper symbolism. Note, though one can make the argument that its barely visible background cover being blue is this, but I disagree. Then she wears an equal-armed cross. The equal-armed cross has a number of meanings, but in this context it refers to the four elements. This only furthers her being in the wrong place on the tree. The place where she is moved is the same place where the lesser banishing the ritual of the pentagram is done, which is a ritual used to banish the element of earth and call down the element of spirit. Effectively, this culminates in the same sort of stripping of power and connection to the divine f in favor of being on earth as far away from the source as you can be. Left to endlessly study a holy text in hopes of getting a small taste of the divine from the words and pages. So why does any of this matter much? Why not just use a different deck? Unfortunately, it's not that simple. The Rider-Waite-Smith deck is an incredibly popular, and a lot of decks are made based on it, implementing their own changes. Well, if the deck is based on a deck that's already wrong, and the artist makes their own changes, even more can be wrong. This can serve as a compounding effect on wrong symbolism, meaning the mismatch between what's on the card and what it actually means is higher. 
The schism can mean the reading could get things wrong that it otherwise might not have. I also find the Golden Dawn decks frustrating as well, but that's because Tzidi is not the star, but as a Thelema thing and only tangentially relevant. There are examples like this throughout the deck, and I could spend a whole day discussing it, but I feel I've been sufficiently verbose in what I have said up to this point. That being said, I hope I managed to explain this complex occult topic in a way that's able to be parsed by a layman. Love is the law, love under will. Thank you for listening to Butterflies and Incantations. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow me on social media. This is Vanessa, reminding you that magic is everywhere. You only have to know where to look.